Welcome into Devore Darkens Live. We are continuing from yesterday, part two, on how to think. How do you think for yourself? How to start thinking for yourself. And the great part about this so far, guys, is the feedback that you guys continue to share and how this has been helping you. Uh, so I am very, very grateful. Very, very grateful to always hear what you guys have to say uh, on this matter um, and how much you guys are getting out of this show. So I really, I really appreciate it. Now, first things first, if you guys don't already know this, because I know we have new people watching, um, this show is Devori Darkens Live. It's dedicated to helping you get what you want in your life. And one of the things that we focus on in this show is helping you rediscover your purpose. Because that's where it all starts. Uh, if you do not know why you're waking up in the morning, then what's going to happen? Mass confusion, right? Ma mass confusion. Um, what else? You're not going to know where you're going. You're not going to be making the right decisions when it comes to um, some big decisions in your life, of course. Um, and more than likely, you're going to be very frustrated. And when people come to me and they say, well, I, I just seem to have a problem with uh, motivation. I seem to have the problem with uh, being disciplined. It's because you're not on purpose. When you finally rediscover your purpose and accept it and go all in on it, you won't have those issues. Now, there's an additional work you need to do, of course, but that's the foundation to everything in life is knowing why we're here. Is knowing why we're here. Now, hold on. What I want to do is hook people up who are on Instagram. Somebody messaged me yesterday and said, could you try or practice going live on Instagram? And I said, you know what, I'll, I'll give it a shot and see how that, see how that works. Um, let's see here. We're just going to go out. There we go. Checking connection. All right. So the first thing is your purpose. Don't have a purpose. Not going to happen. Not going to happen. And the second thing is your mindset. One of the greatest, um, <clears throat> or one of the, one of the conversations I love having with people is when they start to realize that they've been told what to think their entire lives. You've been told what to think by the music you listen to, by the news, uh, by your teachers, your parents. It's all programming at the end of the day, right? So people are not really thinking for themselves. They have been programmed to think the way that they do. They've been programmed to see the world the way that they see it. And as far as we know it, um, that's why you're getting the results that you're getting. So it makes sense that when you discover your purpose in life, that you need to change your mindset, right? In order to get the things that you want in life, you have to change your mindset. And if you really think about yourself, how are you going to get to where you want to go in your life? Doesn't matter what it is. New career, better relationship new home, whatever it is, if you do not change your mindset, if you keep thinking the way you've been thinking, 
And then the third thing that we talk about on this show uh, every day is the actions you should be taking. And this is an interesting conversation because a lot of people are wrapped up in the next secret strategy to getting success in their life. That's not the answer. The answer is the energy behind the actions that you're taking every day. So why is it that two people could have the same job taking the same actions every single day and one person is achieving success and the other one is not? It's because the energy behind their actions. That's why. And that's what we get into on this show as well. So if you guys are just joining us live, we are live on Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, and also Instagram today because somebody uh, messaged me on Instagram and said, hey, um, is there any chance you can go live on Instagram? And I said, well, I, I don't see why I can't. Uh, and so now we're here. Um, and so we're just continuing from yesterday's show on how do you start thinking for yourself, part two. Part one was about the fundamentals of thinking for yourself, understanding how to think. Again, you've been told what to think your entire life. So what's the chances that you've really been thinking for yourself lately? So let's just recap what we talked about yesterday, and then we'll get into part two. We talked about how... Um, You've been told what to think. Uh, you've been you've been conditioned to depend on other people. Uh, you have allowed opinions to drive your decision making in your life, and you're not getting the results that you want. So, what should you do? Well, you got to learn about your mental faculties. There's a law out there called the law of opposites. There's an opposite to everything: left, right, up, down, in, and out. Well, on one side, you have your physical senses, what you see, hear, smell, taste, and touch. That's what you use to communicate in your outside world right now. That's how you've been conditioned. What you see, hear, smell, taste, and touch. You're seeing me right now. You hear what I'm saying. Um, you're using your physical senses to do that. But when I say a particular word and you start to go somewhere else in your mind and start to visualize what I was talking about, what are you now doing? You are using your higher mental faculties, which is the opposite of your physical senses. They're non-physical. Your imagination, your reason, your will, your intuition, and your perception and memory. So we talked about that yesterday. So if you did not hear yesterday's show, you could always go back and listen to that on um, YouTube because this is a video podcast. And you can also uh, listen to it on Spotify. So having said all that, where do we start today on part two on how to think for yourself? Well, it starts with some stories about people. Because if we can get you to understand what's going on by telling you a story, it's going to hit you like a, a ton of bricks. Um, think of there's this guy, right? So there's this guy uh, from a very young age. His family's overfeeding him all of the time. His grandfather's, used to, his grandfather's overweight. Uh, his father's overweight. And ever since he was a kid, they would overfeed him. And one of his first memories uh, were he was sitting at the table. His grandfather comes over and he puts all this food on his plate and then makes him eat it. So this guy, he, he grows up and he's constantly overweight. And 
you know, he thinks nothing of it really, but then he starts to become very self-conscious, right? Uh, he starts to feel that um, he's less than other people. Um, he's not very happy about his physical image, right? But what does he do? He starts to overcompensate for that by always putting everybody before himself. Because his physical looks are not there, because he's overweight, he thinks the next best thing to do is to try to please everybody. And he starts to develop this habit in high school and into his adult years. Well, one day he's sitting with uh, a coach and the coach starts asking him, why do you think you haven't been able to lose weight? And he's like, well, you know, it's, it's the food, you know, it's the food, um, the, the supplements don't work. Um, I'm constantly hitting the gym. I take all these pills to lose weight, you know, and nothing's working. And the, and the coach is just interested on in why do you think that is? And of course, this guy, he couldn't answer. Um, he, he couldn't answer what whatsoever. He, he always thought, well, you know, that's just the way that my body is, you know. And this interesting question came up where, well, why don't you tell me how you grew up? The coach asked him. And he started going through the story about how, yeah, I, I grew up, you know, uh, with my family, you know. And the coach was like, well, how did you guys eat in your family? And he started to say, well, yeah, one of my first memories when it comes to food was my grandfather giving me all this food at the table that I cannot eat, but he made me eat it anyway. And then the coach says, do you think that has something to do with why you are overweight today? And the guy's sitting there thinking, and he pauses, doesn't say nothing for like a minute. And finally he's like, that's exactly what has happened to me. And so I'm telling you this story because for a very long time, that guy was told what to think when it, when it came to food. He was programmed. Right, right out of the gate, as a young child, he was programmed to be overweight. He had no shot. He was already told, this is how we eat our food. This is the type of food we eat. This is the quantity of food that we're going to eat as a family. He was told what to think when it came to food. So as an adult, he doesn't think much of it. But times are different now. You've got a fast food joint on every single corner, depending on what city you're in. You might have three, four McDonald's on the same street. Everywhere you go, fast food, more sugar, right? And he's just living his life, thinking nothing much of it, right? And so the story continues because now he realizes, oh, well, I've been conditioned this way. I, I've been programmed this way. And so he continues to live out his life, of course, and he still doesn't really make a change. Um, he continues to put people before himself. Um, he has this business idea that he wants to explore. Uh, and this is, uh, his business idea was basically getting into uh, landscaping. And uh, he was very, very talented. He is very talented when it comes to landscaping. He had always been a part of landscaping. And uh, he finally mustered up the courage to start his business. But at every turn when he had an opportunity to make that business successful, 
he went back to what he was told when it came to himself. He was told that he wasn't good enough. He was told that he doesn't have uh, the best image. He's not physically in shape. He's very self-conscious of himself. He has no confidence, low self-esteem. So even though he got outside his comfort zone and started the business, he ended up self-sabotaging the business within a few months because he didn't think very highly of himself. Because his entire life, he was told what to think. Not only was he surrounded by people who programmed him to become overweight, but he was also surrounded by people who were doing what? This is a crazy story. Surrounded by other individuals who did not own their own businesses. He was surrounded by hard workers, people who just had minimum wage. They have no savings, no retirement. They don't have financial freedom, barely are surviving as it is. In fact, he's in the position where he's paying for them to still live. They live at his house. He pays the bills. He pays the utilities. He pays for the food. So his, his grandmother, his grandpa, his father, his brother, they're all living off of him. And now there are a couple of cultures out there where this is a normal thing to do. And I would say that's not really a smart thing to do, but that's another conversation. Okay. <laughs> but anyway, so he's supporting them. He's paying all the money, whatever money he does have, it goes out immediately. And this entire time, he's just doing what he was told to do. He's thinking in a way that he was told to think. He was told that when it comes to your family, they come first financially, emotionally, mentally, all that. Doesn't matter if you have money, you need to pay, you need to pitch in. You need to pay for the utilities. Don't worry about being your own person. We need you over here. This is what he was told to think. It's part of his culture. And of course, this goes on. So what happens? He can't reinvest back into his business because every time he gets paid, it goes out. It goes out to providing for other people. Not just one person. We're talking four people, four adults that are not pitching in when it comes to anything. Well, sooner or later, the business, he goes out of business. He can't support the business anymore. So he was on the verge building out a team of people who would also do landscaping he was they were going to have multiple trucks and you know he was he was on the path of hitting uh consistently up up to probably around thirty thousand dollars a month but as soon as he was almost there what happened he went back to doing what he was told to think it's almost like an autopilot system you might be experiencing this yourself you set out to do something you've never done before, something you've been thinking about for quite some time. You start taking some actions and then all of a sudden, it's like you hit a wall and you go back to doing what you were doing previously. It's because you're programmed, you're conditioned. You don't know how to think yet. And I'm gonna, we're gonna get into that, but let me finish the story. So anyways, um, he goes back to the coach. The coach says, well, you know, here's what you gotta do. You got to learn about mindset. You got to learn how to start thinking for yourself. You have to learn that you've been programmed and conditioned and told what to think your entire life. So this new life that you want, 
this successful business that you want, this independence and freedom that you're seeking cannot happen unless you change the way that you think by learning how to think in the first place, of course. So he says, all right, let's do it. He's all, if, that, if that's what I got to do, let's do it. And time goes on. He starts learning how to think for himself. He starts learning about the higher mental faculties, that he has a choice, that he doesn't have to allow other people to control how he feels, that he doesn't have to feel guilty when he tells somebody no. He starts learning about all these things. He starts learning about prioritizing his happiness. So he starts to become more happier, right? He starts to live a happy life. He starts to be more enthusiastic about where he's going. Um, and the great part about it is he starts creating a, a bigger vision for himself. So originally he was thinking small. Now he's thinking even bigger. Now he's telling his brother, no, I can't pay for this anymore. You pay for it. And he's starting, he's starting to finally step out on his own when this is what he should have done when he was younger, of course. And then all of a sudden, what? Life happens. His, his grandfather ends up in the hospital. His grandmother starts breaking down emotionally. His brother gets fired from his job. And what happens? He goes back to doing what he's used to. And ever since then, nothing has really changed. He's still in the same situation. Still providing for everybody else except himself. And he's not living a happy life. Still overweight and has no relationships. Now, that story, guys, sounds pretty, uh, you know, sad, discouraging to some. I'm going to tell you right now, that's exactly what is happening to people all over the world because they do not know how to think for themselves. That's exactly what's happening to people. This might be happening to you. You wonder why you go back to your high school reunion 10 years later, 20 years later, and you're like, God, man, John, that guy is still the same. Why? He doesn't know how to think for himself. He's conditioned. He's a robot. There's a lot of people on autopilot right now. It's like the Matrix. These people, they're not alive. They are drifting through life. Just doing what they were told to do from a very young age. You could say that their parents failed them. Sure, that's fine. I just think the person just truly uh, didn't make a commitment. And sometimes these people have to exist and we have to hear these stories because they serve a unique purpose in life. See, their purpose in life is to tell us what we should not do. Their purpose in life also gets us to see the consequences of our decisions. So before I get into some other practical things you could be doing to start thinking for yourself, just ask yourself this question. Am I that guy? A am I doing what that guy is doing right now? Have I been settling? Have I just been doing what I was told to do? Am I just conforming, going along with the masses, doing what everybody else is doing? If you are, you're not thinking for yourself. You're allowing people around you to do the thinking for you. 
if I go back to his story really quick, the other thing that he had going against him was his family doubted his business ideas. His family would tell him, wow, you can't do that in this economy. You're not going to find people. Nobody wants to work. We hear that today all the time, right? Nobody wants to work. Well, if that's what you believe, then that's what's going to happen, right? So anyways, I tell this story because you might be able to relate. There might be people you know who's doing the same thing. You might be even that person. And so the bottom line here is you got to learn how to think for yourself. What's the biggest problem in, in the world? It's not what you guys think it is. <laughs> a, lot of people, a lot of people think, you know what the biggest problem in the world? They think it's the government. They think it's the president. They think it's the politicians. They think it's the news. They think it's global warming. Call, <laughs> all of these things. They think that's the biggest problem in the world. No, guys. The actual problem in the world is ignorance. People don't know what they don't know. We're walking around assuming everybody knows what we know. That's not true. The vast majority of people don't know what they don't know, that they are just drifting through life. We, and if you're in America, because we got people from Kenya on here, Australia, people all over the place. But in America... The times today is where we are, it doesn't matter where we go, unless we go up to the mountains, we will be distracted. There's constant distractions going on. It's at an all-time high. Think about how many distractions you're exposed to if you're in America. It's, it's insane. So these distractions are programming you constantly. And if you're not intelligent with what you expose yourself to, you're going to allow the news, you're going to allow those celebrities, you're going to allow that influencer, you're going to allow social media to do your thinking for you because it's all repetition. You go on social media today, it's pure repetition. That's how content is consumed these days. You're seeing the same thing over and over and over again. And if it's not providing any value into your life, why would you be watching that? Why would you consume that? I say this all the time. It doesn't take a rocket science to see that people are not thinking for themselves. When you see women with barely any clothes on, twerking on the camera, uploading that to social media for the world to see, with all of these thirsty men in her comment section, what does that tell you? That tells you that she clearly is not thinking for herself. And the men in our comments, I mean, listen, I'm going to stop because I can keep going on that. But listen, the bottom line is this. That's just one thing. There's a multitude, thousands of things that you see on social media with repetition that are not, not providing value into your life. It's not empowering you to be better. It's decreasing you. It's getting you to second guess yourself. So this guy that I was talking about, will he ever change? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe not. Can he change? Absolutely. Will he? I'm not too sure. But let me tell you something. You don't want to be that guy. 
Because that guy sooner or later is going to turn 50 and 60 and maybe 70 years old. Because obviously he's a person who believes he has to overwork. Slaving away for his family. Not his children. His grandparents, his parents, and his brother. He's eventually going to burn himself out physically. So maybe he makes it to 70 years old. But before then, he's going to have major regret. He's going to look back and be like, man. I wish I would have started that business. I wish I would have went all in on my dreams. And guys, that's, I think that's the saddest thing that could ever happen in your life. I mean, I mean, people pass, pass away there, you know, that's sad. There's grief there, but you know, that's, it's going to happen to us all. But the regret, I mean, that's, that's not, I don't wish that upon anybody. I'll put it to you that way. So the fact of the matter is this. Maybe he'll change, maybe he won't, but it's going to require him to start thinking for himself. You see, there's this girl. I'll tell you this other story. There's this girl. She's, uh, she's 30 now. But let me tell you a story. So she got pregnant in high school. Now, why? Well, parents were probably uh, overly strict. Um, to my understanding, she actually did not have both of her parents. She only had her mother. Her mother was never married. Her mother had a multitude of boyfriends throughout her years. Um, she never had a consistent father in her life. Uh, her father was in the military, actually. And so he was always gone. So she gets pregnant in high, high school. Um, and, you know, she stays with the guy. You know, they, they're off and on, whatever. She graduates high school. Um, she knows this guy doesn't care about her. He continues to cheat on her. But she has another kid by him. Finally, it gets to a point where she doesn't want to have nothing to do with him. So she does everything she can to make sure that he cannot see his children, the two kids. She tries to go to court. She does all this stuff. And finally, he gets to a point where he kind of gives up. Doesn't really come around that often. And... You know, this happened and then he comes around again, you know, and then we get to COVID. So 2019 or 2020. 2020 was the last time he actually physically came and saw his children and actually spent time with them. Uh, when COVID happened, she cut off communication. He didn't want to come around, et cetera, et cetera. Now, at this time, she's already dating another guy. She's still a single parent. And she gets pregnant by this guy. And she has twins. And this guy uh, is her age. Actually, a little younger. He's 28. And he himself only had one parent. He didn't have his father. 
And so you've got what? You got a boy who does not know how to be a man yet because he never had a father. Got a girl pregnant who now has twins. You have a woman who has four kids by two fathers or two men who she's not married to, by the way. And she's on minimum wage, barely making it by. Now, when I tell that story, that is a story, that is an example of what I'm talking about when people do not know how to think. You see, she was doomed from the start. Her mother was never into personal development. Uh, Her mother was not into bettering herself. That's not what her mother was into. That is not what her mother was into. Her mother was into guys. Her mother did not sit there and teach her how to make her own decisions. Her mother tried to parent her with fear and threats and manipulation. Her father wasn't there. So what does she know? That's all she knows. And so what happens? She dates guys that she knows is not good for her. But remember, she doesn't know how to think for herself. So she gets pregnant in high school. She wants to rebel. She's seeking attention. Then she doubles down because, again, she doesn't know how to think for herself. She thinks this is all I'm going to get. So I might as well keep dating this guy. I can't be any better than this. I'm not worthy of why? Because that's what she was told. So she has a kid with this guy again. Knowing that this guy is not a man, doesn't lead anybody, not competent with anything yet, has no career, no nothing. But she has two kids with him anyway, right out of high school. Then, because there's no time spent learning how to think, she keeps duplicating what her mom did. She keeps dating guys. And then finally, like I stated, she dated a guy and she got pregnant with twins. And then now she's wondering, well, you know, why do I have this problem with my relationships? Um, this guy, he doesn't want to doesn't want to marry me. And, and it's because she wasn't thinking for herself. See, the, the, the bottom line, guys, in both of these stories is they're missing the fact that you have a choice on what you want to think. Nobody can make you do the things that those individuals were doing. Nobody's making the guy spend all his money on his family like that and leaving nothing for himself. At this point, he knows that's what he's doing. He's a conscious incompetent. He knows what he's doing is wrong, but he's going to do it anyway. And because she doesn't know about marriage, she didn't see marriage. She's never been educated on marriage. She doesn't see the risk. She thinks in her head, it's a bigger risk to get married than it is to have four kids by two different men who I'm not married to, and there's no guarantee they're going to stick around. She thinks that's not a big risk. She thinks getting married is a bigger risk. Where does she get her information from? Well, she just goes on social media 
as she hears what people have to say. She hears all the negative comments about relationships and marriage. That's all she hears. So that's all she knows. She looks at her mom. Mom not married. So it must be true. It must be true. It's, it's not my mom. It's just men. You know, it's, it's marriage. It's not good. That's what she concludes. I was talking about this yesterday. When you don't know and you don't understand and you're operating from ignorance, naturally you will conclude a negative idea. Meaning when situations happen in your life, if you don't know any better, your conclusion will be based on negativity. When she looked at her mom, she concluded that men were shit and that they're not good and that there's no good men out there. She concluded that her, and by the way, she, all she had to do was look at her father who wasn't there. And that was her conclusion. And so she goes throughout her life. That's what she believes. That's what she's been exposed to. That's how she sees things. And that's why she gets the results that she's getting. Four kids. She's on minimum wage. The guy she's with now um, is barely making any money himself because he didn't have a father. Nobody taught him about marriage. No one taught him how to become a man and get your money right. No one taught him that. So he's just trying to figure it out. But what is he dealing with? He's dealing with the same thing she's dealing with, the pain of what happened to them as children, how they grew up and how it's it's really biting them in the ass at this point. He gets angry at everything, gets upset, storms out. They don't they don't talk for a couple of weeks, comes back. It's a never ending cycle of a life that is miserable, all because of ignorance not knowing how to think, not knowing how to make your own decisions, not understanding who you really are. And by the way, this is not a, these are not stories of blame. These are stories to tell you what happens when someone is not thinking for themselves. This is, a, these are stories that are, that I'm sharing with you today to get you to see that we are products of our environment. Majority of people, they're just duplicating what their parents did. That's what they're doing. Or parent, because most people today, especially in the black community, they only have one parent. 76% of black children are raised by one parent. Not two, one. Just run the math in your mind on that. 76. Even if I'm off by five points, 70 or 81 Come on, guys. One parent. A parent who's just barely making it by. Who hasn't developed themselves either. Who does not know how to think either. They're just programming their kid to do the same thing. So as I get into how to think for yourself part two today, understand something. If you're a parent out there and you're listening and you're not doing personal development, you should be put on trial. Because you're setting your kid up to do the same thing you did. And I know you're like, well, no, I'm, I'm doing everything I possibly can to make sure that they don't make the same mistakes. And what happens when you do that? You overcompensate. You do too much. And it backfires. 
instead of taking the time out to learn how to think so you can teach that to your children. Because once your child knows how to make their own decisions, once they understand how to deal with failure, once they understand that they don't have to get involved with people's opinions, oh, that's a, that's a free thinker right there. That, that's a child who will be confident. That's a child who will know their worth. That's a child where you guys can both have a healthy relationship throughout their life. But if you're a parent and you're not learning this, what, what do you think the consequences are going to be? What do you think the consequences are going to be? So we're at an all-time high. Uh, in America, where people are just being told what to think. They're being raised by one parent. They're being raised in a chaotic environment. They're being raised by a school system. We don't even know what they teach these kids these days, by the way. I'm not going to go down that road. I'm just telling you. Mass confusion at this point. You, you go on to the news, you know the news is not telling you the truth on anything. They have one main objective, to get you to watch. As long as they can get you to watch, they can make some money. When's the last time the news station got sued and lost? Never. Never. So nobody's checking them. You go on the social media, nobody's checking anybody. And no one needs to. The, the reality is that you have to think for yourself because if you don't, you're allowing the news, Hollywood, social media, your friends' opinions, the opinions of your family, even your children, to do your thinking for you. And at that point, you will have no desire of your own. You will not feel like life, your life has any meaning. Uh, you will not be driven to accomplish anything because you have allowed the outside world to hijack your dream. And now more than ever, it is so essential for you to think your own truth regardless of the appearances. Think about how this happens every day to people. When I was serving in the military, one of the things that they told us was this. In the military, perception is reality. If there is a guy and a girl soldier in a room and they're giggling with each other, if someone walks by, the initial perception every time is they're flirting. And if that guy happens to be the commander, oh, he's finished or she's finished. Because that would be called what? Fraternizing. And that's against the rules in the military. Well, they used to tell us, you know, perception is reality. So you got to be very intelligent with what you're doing. And even though... He could have just been telling her what she was doing well and it turned into a joke, but that's not how people perceive it. Why am I telling you guys this story? Well, it's what's happening today. You, you glance at the news article, you see the social media influencer, and you 
according to your perception, it's this. When, when you really pull back the curtain, it's not even that. You see, we have to learn how to use our perception in a way that's going to help us get to where we want to go. Most people right now are perceiving that this is a bad time. Inflation's at an all-time high. It's hard to live out here. Now, again, I have people outside of America, so this is for people in America. People perceive this is a tough time. Inflation's at an all-time high. The president, he's sleep at the will. Call it whatever you want. Everybody has their opinion, right? And they're allowing that perception to drive their happiness. They allow that perception to what? You know what? I was going to start that business, but because inflation is at an all-time high, forget that, man. I'll just, I'll wait till it comes down. Well, we were going to go on that trip for the family, but you know what? Man, we don't have the money for it. What did I say? When people don't know how to think for themselves, they will do what? They will conclude a negative idea. They will arrive at a negative idea. They will naturally just say, you know what? Can't do it. And they're allowing the economy, they're allowing politics, and they're allowing inflation to drive the way they live their life. At that point, you're not even living. You're a slave. And that's just not the way life is meant to be lived. I'm not the life police, but I'm sure you would agree that you're not happy when you live that way. That doesn't help you become successful. That doesn't get you what you want. And the thing about it is time's just going to keep on ticking. And you don't know when your last day is here. So how much more time are you going to spend getting wrapped up in what's happening on the outside? What other people are doing? What about what you're doing? What are you focusing on? What are you living for? What are you getting up in the morning for? What's your reasoning? What's your purpose? If you have no purpose, you are lost in your life. That is bluntly as I can put it. Why? Because your purpose in life is the compass. It's the GPS. No GPS, no compass. You don't know where you're going. And this is very true because some of you guys who are listening, you have been very successful at what you've been doing, but you you feel like something's missing. You've been very successful, but you feel like something's missing. Why is that? Because what you've been doing is not on purpose. What you've been doing is not really authentic to what matters most to you. And that's what your purpose is all about. So part two here is most people are living in ignorance. They do not know how to think for themselves. They are unconscious, incompetent. They don't know that they don't know. They're almost like our cats and dogs. Cats and dogs don't think. they, They run off instinct. That's how most people are. They run off instinct. They're just in total reaction mode. 
no response, no actual critical thinking whatsoever. And that's just the reality. So when you're around somebody and you're out there sharing what you want to do with your life, you better be very intelligent with what you, who you're talking to about your own dreams. Because if you're talking to someone who's already given up on their dreams, you know what they're going to tell you. Oh, you can't. It's not, it's not the right time for this, man. Well, where are you going to get the money? The economy, man, it's bad right now. So think about it, guys. If you're not thinking for yourself, you're in total reaction mode. When's the last time you emotionally reacted to something? It probably blew up in your face, right? So in today's part two, we want to talk about the difference between responding and reacting. Those two stories I told you, absolute reaction. There was never any consistent responses from them. <coughs> Excuse me. And in some ways you could say they never took responsibility, right? Which is your ability to respond. But let's get into reacting and responding. Reacting is based on one thing, ignorance. That's what it's based on. And when you go into reaction mode, it's because you don't understand what's happening with yourself and you're allowing your limiting beliefs to express themselves. That's exactly what's going on. You could see this in relationships. You could see this with money. You could see this with health and business. When we negatively react to something, which means we're out of control, that's because we are allowing our limiting beliefs to get the best of us. That's exactly what's happening. Now, when we respond, it's because we're operating from a place of understanding. We understand what's going on. We understand. And understanding can only come from one way as we know it, and that is study. Studying. So, guys, if you're not actually studying on how to think for yourself, then you don't really understand. And here's the reality. When's the last time in school that someone set you down at a desk and said, all right, guys, what we're going to talk about today is how your mind works. We're going to tell you how to think for yourself. We're going to tell you how to make decisions. We're going to tell you all about that. No, 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 no. They want to talk about chemistry. They want to talk about triangles and, and calculus and, and all this other stuff. All general knowledge that you really don't need. And so that's the way we're raised. That's the way that we're programmed. All right. So anyways, um, responding is based on understanding. And you can't get understanding unless you're actively looking to understand. 
Just because I'm saying what I'm saying today doesn't mean you understand it. You're going to have to go back and rewatch this again. Re-listen to this. Let it sink in. Wait for it to click. Because as I'm going through this, every five to ten seconds, you're going off thinking about something else. And then you come back. And then you're off and then you come back. That's the way the mind works. That's why repetition is the key to learning. By how, how often are you exercising repetition in your life in a productive way? That's the question. So really think about what is the difference between responding and reacting? Reacting is based on ignorance. Responding is based on understanding. Hold on. I need to contact my moderator. Got some people in the chat box out of control. So anyhow, let's break this down to some of the most simplest examples. Number one, let's go to relationships. When you are in a relationship and somebody says something that gets you triggered, it's not really them. You're getting triggered because somewhere in the past, something happened. It didn't mean anything physically happened. It just maybe was an experience or over time, the way you were raised. And in those moments, if you don't understand that the negative thought in your mind is just that, it's just a negative thought. It doesn't mean it's the truth. Then you're going to allow what just happened to be in control of you and you're going to blow up. We briefly said this yesterday, and I'll say it again. Just because you have a negative thought does not make it true. You're not your negative thoughts. You have negative thoughts, but that's not who you are. And when you start understanding that, that's something you have to understand, then when you go to respond, it's going to be easier to do that because you realize, oh, yeah, this is just my limiting beliefs talking, not true. Oh, yeah, this is happening because, oh, when I was a kid, got it, whatever. You're going to be able to almost self-coach yourself in those moments where that negative voice in your mind, you start separating from it. You're starting to respond, not react, because you have what? Understanding. Understanding. And that's what those two individuals, when I was telling their story, they don't have. They don't have understanding. Let me read this to you guys, okay? Let's go through this. This is in Think and Go Rich by Napoleon Hill. And if you guys want to get a copy of this exact book, you'd have to go over to my YouTube channel. And the link is in the description. And I'm reading from chapter 5, page 116. He says... Knowledge, uh, or let me back up. Let me start here, actually. Lack of understanding of this fact has been the source of confusion to millions of people who falsely believe that knowledge is power. It is nothing of the sort. Knowledge is only potential power. It becomes power only when and if it is organized into definite plans of action and directed to a definite end. You see, a lot of people know of this book. But not a lot of people understand it. A lot of people know of thinking positively, 
but they don't understand it. Think about that. You know what you should do, but you probably don't understand how to actually do it. You probably don't understand how to get yourself to do it. This is where understanding is the key to your freedom. It's not even really the outcomes. What you're really looking for in life is understanding. Understanding yourself. Understanding how to think for yourself. Understanding who you are. Understanding how to get the most out of yourself. Understanding how to live your life in an authentic way. Right? Now, why is knowledge only potential power? Why is it that people have a hard time organizing the information they've already gotten into an intelligent manner and actually taking action on it? Why is that? Well, it's because we've been programmed this way. The missing link in all systems of education known as civilization today may be found in the failure of, hold on, there we go, of educational institutions to teach their students how to organize and use knowledge after they acquire it. What does that mean in today's terms? It means that you go to school, but they really don't teach you how to apply anything. It's just all general knowledge, memorize it, pass the test, keep moving. That's what it is. And so we grow up not being used to actually studying something and looking to understand and apply it. That's not what we're used to doing. We're just used to gathering knowledge. That's why people have a hard time reacting and responding. You're only going to be able to respond when you understand what's going on. And to understand what's going on, you have to start implementing what you have already learned what you already know. And if you don't know it, then you should be in the books studying. This, again, if you guys want to read this, you can um, put this, you can go to my YouTube channel and uh, down or hit the link there and you could get this copy. Now I could keep going down a rabbit hole in this, but I think you guys are getting my point. You have been told what to think, not how to think. And just because you know something doesn't mean you understand. That's a very humbling idea to accept. I understand that. I know I don't know everything in this book. And I've been reading this book to you guys, I don't know, at least the last almost 90 days. And I've been reading this book even before that. Oh, love it. I understand that I don't understand, okay? That I still have a lot of studying to do. It's an everyday thing. You'll be doing this for the rest of your life. If you plan on living your best life, I'm talking about mental freedom. I'm talking about genuine happiness. I'm talking about you wake up in the morning and you know why you're getting up. You know where you're going. You're actively making progress. You're growing as an individual. You're better this year than you were last year, and that keeps going. Your relationships are improving. That ain't going to happen if you don't start thinking for yourself. You have to constantly be involved in studying. It's like going to the gym. If you're not going to the gym ever, well, how are you going to 
how are you going to, right? How are you going to get what you want? So the reality here, guys, is that if you want to start learning how to respond, which is all based on how you think, it's going to come down to understanding. So let's go over this part. And we, we talked about it yesterday, but we're, we're going to go back to it. One of your higher mental faculties is called reason. It's your ability to accept or reject what's happening around you. You get to choose what you accept is true or false, or you get to reject it. It's your choice. Nobody can make you think what you don't want to think. That's the reality. Nobody can make you think. Uh, nobody can make you think that you do that on your own. So it's not a secret that most people don't know that because, again, it's not like in school. They said, all right, we're going to sit you down and we're going to teach you how to think. We're going to teach you about the mind. We're going to teach you about the brain. We're going to teach you how your thoughts and how they impact your body and how that uh, controls the results that you're getting. No, they don't teach that. So this mental faculty called reason is your ability to accept or reject. You can accept what I'm saying right now or you can reject it. It's your choice. That's why I'm not here to tell you what to think. I'm not here to convince you of anything. I'm just sharing information that will help you learn how to think for yourself. Why? So you can get what you want in your life. Because the only way you're going to grow, the only way you're going to achieve your goals, the only way you're going to do anything is by first thinking about it. That's why we have everything that we have today. It first started in a thought. I'm on Facebook. I'm on YouTube. I'm on TikTok. I'm on Instagram all at the same time because someone along the line was thinking about, hey, why don't we create this platform that can allow people to go live? And what happened? They went to work. They started thinking about it. They start coding it. They start picturing it. It all started in the mind. And then through a series of events and time, um, here we are. Now, we, if we go back 50, 70 years ago, this would be a joke. A lot of people would probably think you're crazy for this stuff. But today, this is not crazy. It's not. And it all started with a thought. And when you understand that, you're going to start responding differently in your life. Because you are realizing it's your thoughts that are driving your reality and what you're setting yourself up to experience. That's what you start realizing. You start realizing that you've been given an intellect that has a higher mental faculties where you can think, you can use your imagination to see what it is that you want. You can use your reason to accept or reject things that are happening around you so that you can use your will to focus on what it is that you want. You also start realizing that you have a perception that you get to choose how you want to use it. That you stop allowing your past to be in control of your perception of the world and you start taking hold of the will and saying, you know what, this is how I choose to perceive the world. Because if I choose to perceive the world this way, then that's going to help me live this type of life. And you start realizing that. 
And now you go from being controlled by everybody and everything to nothing's in control of you except you. You are in control of you. Can that happen to a person? Absolutely. That's what, that's what has happened to me. I used to be a guy that I'd go to zero, from zero to 100. Easy. I used to be very angry. Why? I wasn't thinking. I was allowing the absence of not having a father to control how I saw the world. I thought people were pieces of shit. I thought that I couldn't trust anybody. I thought that everybody was there to try to stab me in the back. Why? Because my parents were drug addicts. I was molested as a child. From a young age, I already started to believe that people were against me. That's what I was told to think. Well, sooner or later, the maths, it didn't add up anymore. I keep going from zero to 100 when I know I shouldn't. I keep negatively reacting to everything. I have a hard time trusting people and accepting love. And no wonder I don't have any friends or I can't have any relationships. And I had to look in the mirror and own that and take responsibility that that was my doing. The, the fact of the matter is, guys, this is another thing. Just because the cards you were dealt were not the best cards in the world doesn't mean you can't play them in a way where you win in your life. That's what I've done. I didn't grow up in a two-parent household. I grew up only in one. My mom didn't teach me how to think. She didn't allow me to make my own decisions. She didn't, she didn't teach me how to deal with failure. She didn't teach me about relationships or communication. She didn't teach me any of that. I'm grateful for what she gave me because she adopted me. Of course, I'm uh, forever grateful. So it's not good or bad. It just is. Uh, she didn't teach me that. Um, I was bullied, molested, and had parents who were drug addicts. So I have every reason to not be successful in life. I can, always use, I can always go back to that and say, hey, here's why I'm getting upset because of this. But I don't do that today, guys, because that's not the life you're supposed to be living. Those things did not happen to me. They happened for me. What are the lessons in all of that? The lessons are, here's what not to do. The lessons are when people are programmed, they just repeat the same cycle as their parents. The lessons are, you know what? I'm going to teach my children how to think for themselves. I'm going to teach them how to make their own decisions. I'm going to teach them how to deal with their own failures. I'm not going to handicap them from that. So I'm forever grateful for my childhood because it taught me what I should be doing with myself and also about life and my family. That is called perception. That's choosing to see your past in a way that is good and not bad. Now, in order to do that, you got to take responsibility. See, the day I turn 18, that's on me. That's on me. That's not on anybody else. That's on me. The day I turned 18 and continued to be angry and not do anything about it, that was on me. So we're not looking for understanding from someone else. What you're looking for is understanding from yourself. Do you understand what needs to be done to get to where you want to go? 
Do you understand that you got to look in the mirror? Do you understand you got to take some responsibility? Do you got to understand that you just have to move on and let go? If you want to get to where you want to go, you got to stop thinking the way you've been thinking. You got to think differently. You can't continue to be the same person and then get all this success. You, you have to grow. You have to change. You have to evolve your thinking. What's the difference between someone who is financially independent and someone who's paycheck to paycheck? They're thinking. That's the, that's the difference. One person has positive thoughts around money. They know what to do with their money. They're financially literate. The other person is not. And it doesn't matter how you got there. The only thing that matters is what are you going to do about it? Because every day is a moment, another opportunity to change for the better. Nothing new here. I'm sure you guys know that. But the question would be, do you understand that? Now, hold on for a moment here. I want to make sure my phone doesn't die on you guys. Because we're going to get into some questions right now. Let's see here. We're going to get into some questions. And see what you guys have to say about all this. All right. Now, a practical exercise that could be given to you when it comes to reacting and responding is this. When something happens, just pause. Just practice the habit of pausing and don't say anything. Just pause. Pause for five seconds at least. And if you give yourself enough time, that should be enough time for you to realize, okay, uh, let me slow this down before I go off the deep end, right? That's a practical thing you can, you can do. You could do that. That takes no money, no time, just takes a committed decision to just start doing that. That's, what it, that's all it takes. All right, hold on. My phone is not connected. There we go. All right. So let's see. What questions do we have? Let me. Okay. Hold on, guys. I want to make sure. All right. Okay, let's get to these questions. Sorry, I, I want to make sure that people can see the comments on the YouTube channel so um, people can see what's going on over there. All right. 
All right, so Jay on YouTube says, I'm white, but I didn't have either in mine. I grew up in many homes with my family, but working on my programs have been a lifesaver. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, this, this issue of the single parent household, I'm just speaking on my own culture, the, the culture that I grew up with. And no wonder, um, there's so many men today, they're lost. They don't even know what it means to be a man today. That's the reality. And so we have to teach them. And they got to be willing to learn. And the same thing for women out there. They don't know how to be mothers. They don't know how to be wives. They don't know any of that. They just know whatever they've been told through Hollywood, social media. That's what they're going based off of. Or what, what, they, what they've seen their, excuse me, guys, what they've seen their, um, their parent do. And that's not going to get them the results. All right. Let's see here. Question is, can you reprogram your subconscious mind without taking conscious actions just by repetition? Well, to take the repetition, you're consciously going to have to decide to do it. So no. You're going to make a conscious decision one way or another to do things with repetition. So what is he really asking? He's asking this question, guys. The actual change takes place in your subconscious mind. This is what controls everything that is happening, meaning everything in your body, from your organs, all of that, to also your behavioral patterns, the way you think, your belief system. So if you're going to make a serious change in your life, it's going to happen in the subconscious mind. Well, what you're always looking to do is remove a negative idea from your subconscious mind that came from usually your childhood and replace it with a positive idea. Negative idea could be what I was saying earlier about, uh, oh, let me say bye to my wife. Love you. Um, a negative idea could be that you're not good enough, you're, you're, you know, you're overweight, you're, you're not worth anything. That could be a negative idea. Like, like the guy I was telling his story. He was programmed with a negative idea that he should always overeat, that uh, he's not good enough, that he should uh, put everybody be, be before himself. That's the way he was programmed. That's inside his sub subconscious mind. The only way to get it out of there is to replace it by thinking for yourself. That's the only way to do it. This is why it takes someone who's serious, who's committed to do something like that, because that's not always... An easy thing to do. You have to have a burning desire. And I actually talked about that on Monday. Where I went over the five essential steps for getting what it, what it is that you want in your life. Step number one is you have to have a purpose. You have to know why. It's got to be some meaning behind it. Number two, you need to have a clear mental picture of what you're looking to get. What is it you're looking to achieve? For example, a lot of people say, well, I want a better job. Okay, but what does that actually mean? A better job could end up being that this job is two hours away from your home. Is that what you really want? Oh, no, I didn't mean that. Okay, well, what do you actually mean? Do you mean a better job is where they're paying you less, but the coworkers are nicer? Ah, I didn't mean that either. I actually want to get paid more. Oh, okay. So a clear mental picture, meaning we think in pictures. If I say red elephant you see what on the screen of your mind? 
a red elephant. So when we're talking about your goals in life, or when we're talking about the things that you desire, how clear are you about those things? How much time are you spending getting clear on that? And there's only, only one way to do it. You just got to take the time out to sit there and daydream about it. There is no other way. Now, step number three is you take what you've been thinking about for quite some time with repetition and it turns into a burning desire emotionally. This is where you truly start to believe that it is possible, that it can happen. Well, through doing that, you're going to reach the level of faith where you expect that it's going to happen. And then you need to take continuous action and that leads to you getting what you want. Does that happen all over overnight? Probably not. Could, but most of the time, no. Um, that's a consistent thing. And that's why I say it all starts with purpose. Why would you do all that? You're not going to do it because it sounds good. You're going to do it because something means something to you. Your family, your legacy, uh, your calling in life uh, is something that you're truly obsessed about. That's the only reason why you're going to do it. I've been doing this every day, Monday through Friday. Uh, and I've yet to ever, this does not exhaust me. In fact, this energizes me. I can, go all, I can go all day long repeating everything I just said, and I still will not be tired. Why? Because this is my purpose. I'm obsessed with this. This does not feel like work for me. And my expectation and my goal and my whole purpose in life is to get you to live the same way. You don't have to think like me. Just do what you're meant to do in life. Do the things that make you happy. Wake up and know where you're going. I know you want that. But that's going to take repetition. And that requires a conscious decision, of course. All right, let's see here. Uh, let's see here. If the guy makes a decision to change, he will change. Yeah, exactly. Do you watch TV at all? No, not really. Not really. I would say TV is a huge distraction. Listen, we'll watch, uh, true crime documentaries and things. And I, you know, sometimes I have to limit myself because some of that stuff is just really sad, you know? Um, but yeah, I uh, or we don't we don't really watch TV every day. I'm too busy doing this. Like if someone said, "Hey, Devorah, you have a choice. You can sit down and watch Netflix and TV, or you could do a podcast where you have people from all over the world listening." Um, I'm taking the podcast every single time. So when you're like again, when you're living with a purpose, your life is entirely different. It's not the same anymore. You don't do things the same. You don't waste your time doing things that you used to do in the, in the past. I used to be I used to watch basketball all the time and when my team would lose, which is which is the Lakers, I'd get all upset. <laughs> they don't even pay they don't pay for my my living. Why am I getting upset? Hold on, guys. I got to move things around. Because I want to make sure my phone doesn't die on you guys. There we go. All right. Um, <laughs> I used to allow sports to get me so worked up. 
that's not that's not why I should be getting worked up. Should not be allowing sports to control my happiness. Uh, anyways, so yeah, no, I don't. No. No. Um. Yeah, the problem is that people have a brain, but they're not using it. For sure. Oh, yeah. So we had someone in the chat who was second guessing my stories. I think they thought that I was making it up. Um, no, I'm not making it up. One of those individuals was a client of mine in the very beginning. Um, and the other person is someone that I'm currently working with right now. So, no, I'm not making it up. And even if I was making it up, uh, obviously, you don't have to go too far to see that this is exactly what's happening with people. Doesn't take that much. All right. In America, they are teaching you to cry and be a victim and get free stuff. LOL. Hey, they said it. That's exactly how a lot of people are reacting today. That's how they live their lives. They depend on other people. I always tell my wife this because, you know, I don't know about these other countries, but in America, politics is like at an all time high. And I often say, and, and if I was standing in front of every American, I would literally say this. If you're waking up in the morning and you're depending on what the government, if, if you depend, if your life depends on what the government decides to do, you're already in trouble. It doesn't matter who's the president. If you live, if you're living your life depending on the government, um, yeah, you're at risk. And you don't have to be that way for the rest of your life. You can change. You can change. My brother owns a credit repair company where they have a contract helping people who are on Section Eight or welfare get out of that by learning financial literacy, learning how to fix their credit. They have quite a few people who were on Section 8, on welfare. Now they own their own home. So don't tell me that it's not possible. You just lack the education and understanding. And the only way you're going to get that is just having the desire for it. You're not going to want to listen if you don't have the desire to want to change. Yeah, you guys had to address that person, I know. It's crazy. All right. Let's see here. Yep, we come to learn all this later on in life. That's so true. That is so true. That's exactly what's happening. It's like we're, re that's why I say what you're really doing is rediscovering your purpose. What you're really doing is remembering who you are when you first uh, came into this life as a little baby because when you're a little baby you were pure you were just a risk taker you were willing to do whatever it took to get what you wanted <laughs> and then you grow up and now you don't want to make a move you got to go back to that uh, on YouTube I'm not, I don't want to butcher your name but 
basically he's saying is whenever my energy or vibe is low, I listen to your live talks and it ignites again the positivity. Thanks for doing these live talks. You're welcome. And I appreciate your your story. Thank you for listening. All right. Let me also address this because I was seeing a couple of comments here. Let's say those stories I was sharing with you guys, it may be you. Does that mean your life is over and there's nothing you can do about it? Absolutely not. That tells you that you can do something about it. But step number one is you got to start looking for the good and what's taking place. You know, and then you got to get clear on what it is that you want. And if you're not clear on what you want, nothing's going to change. You have to get clear on what you want moving forward. But you can do that and you can change and things can improve. Things all, they, everything happens for a reason, by the way. Okay. So, you know, I grew up the way that I grew up. It's okay. It all worked out. It can work out. But you just have to get your mindset to see that. I'm starting from scratch and now I can reinvent myself. What are some steps to get there? Number one, purpose. Purpose. What you should be doing. Who is this? Um, I, I don't know how to pronounce your name, so I don't want to butcher it. But uh, step number one is you need to go over to my profile and download the purpose finder cheat sheet. You need to start with purpose. We all heard the quote, but do you really understand it? The two most important moments in your life is the day that you're born and the day you know why. Well, the why is your purpose. So step number one, if you want to reinvent yourself and start a new life, start with purpose. What is the purpose of this new life? Why are you going to start waking up in the morning? Like, what is this all about for you moving forward? My life is all about helping people, as many people as possible, become successful in their life. That's what it's all about. I want people to live a happy life. So many people today, they're in depression. So many people today, self-inflicted emotional wounds. They just don't know how. I want to teach them how. If I can get past everything I got past, um, so, so can they. And there's people worse than me. Or that, that had crazier stories than I, than I had. And they've gotten over it. You can too. So that's what I'm doing. That's why every decision I make is about that. Every decision I make is about that. It's an easy decision to make. When you don't know what your purpose is, how are you going to make any decisions? You don't even know what you want. So step number one, my friend, is go download the Purpose Finder Cheat Sheet comes with a free video training. You can watch that and get clear on your purpose. I've been wanting a business since 2020. I had a small one around my area, but I want it to grow. All right. Is that a question? Well, let me take it as a question. Lorena, I believe it is, or I may have butchered that too. Um, you got to see your business becoming successful. 
You got to picture that in your mind. Remember, everything starts with a thought. So you got to go back to thinking about what it is that you want. All right. Next question is the whole, this whole life is literally me being described and now thinking what I'm going to do about it. That is really good. That's why we're here. This is why we do this. We're talking about stuff that nobody really wants to talk about. People are just drifting through life. They'd rather spend their time checking up on what Kim Kardashian is doing in her family. They want to know the newest gossip. They want to know what's happening in the news. All they're really doing, it's like they are socially drinking, right, with negative information. They become alcoholics to negative information. They become addicted to it because they don't want to look in the mirror and live the life that they know they could be living. New Mindset 2020 says, this show is blessing me. I'm grateful and appreciate your time. You're welcome. I'm very grateful for all of you guys. I'm, I'm so thankful you came down, came down for you. I think probably, um, yeah, I'm not too sure I understand that comment. My wife says, ever since I started living my purpose, I have zero time for BS and distractions. <laughs> hey, Dr. IAN2, I know, man. I don't even watch the Lakers anymore. It's, it's a waste. Uh, normally, Norma1 says, do you hold a psychology degree? I don't. I have no intention of holding one either. You really inspire me to be a coach. You should. Did you know that every one of you guys, you are a coach in some capacity? Did you did you know that? How is that how is that true? Let me break it down for you. If you're listening right now and you're a parent, you're absolutely a coach. Absolutely. Cuz your children, they have a mind just like you. Your job should be teaching them how to think. How do you do that? Coach them through it. Ask them questions. Get them to see the answer on their own. Get them to say out loud what they should do. Don't tell them anything. Ask questions. Guide them in that di direction. Yeah, that's... You're at work, same thing. Whether you're working with a client or you're the manager. What people have to do is stop talking so much and start learning how to listen. And seek to understand what the person is saying and what they want. When you know what another person wants and you can help them get it, oh, it's a win-win every single time. But if you don't take the time out to listen and understand what that other person wants and you're not willing to help them get it, you're, you're going to war. That ain't going to get you nowhere. Everybody's a coach in some capacity. Uh, uh, what, what is the purpose of a coach? It's to get the person to see on their own that they can do it. Uh, let's see here. Do you have any advice about fear of fatigue when pursuing your purpose? You won't have fatigue. 
I was talking to my wife yesterday on the couch and I was saying how I do this show Monday through Friday. It lasts between an hour max to three hours. It just depends on whatever is being talked about. Um, and then I have before the podcast, I have a coaching call that I do. I do another, this is every day. It's straight up in the morning. And then, cause I have a group. So there's a group at 8 AM. There's a group at 12 PM. There's a group at 8 PM. I do this every day, Monday through Friday. And I'm never tired. You're going to be more fatigued not doing what you want to do in life. You'll be more fatigued not living your purpose. Yeah. How do you not let your nine to five job get in the way of your dream? Well, what is your dream? Are you clear on what your dream is? What actions um, are you taking to make this dream a reality? A better question is, how long have you been thinking that you can't do it? That the nine to five job gets in your way? How much time have you been thinking that way? Because I've been doing this for quite some time, I can guarantee that's exactly the way you've been thinking. Yeah. So the question is, because he responds by saying, my dream is to be a true entrepreneur and have properties all over to be able to help people. So my question would be, what are you doing about that? What steps are, are you taking? Oh, you were muted for some reason. I don't know. All right. Guess we'll have to move on. Do you give classes or speak at seminars? I do. I actually have a free community. So this show, by the way, is sponsored by the Purpose Conscious University. Uh, this is an online platform that's open to everyone around the world. Uh, and it teaches people how to live their purpose in life how to think for themselves, how to get what they want in life. And we do have a free community, so you don't have to worry about paying anything. You could just learn more uh, by going to our community. Now, how do you do that? Well, if you were to head over to my YouTube channel, in the description is a link to join the community. And I would just hit that link and join, and you can get more classes if you want. How did you start believing you can make money with your purpose? I raised my level of understanding when it comes to money. I started to understand how money is earned in today's world. How is money earned? Let's go through it. You can earn money uh, in a multitude of ways. Number one, you can trade your time for it. That's a nine to five. Now, I would say you're not really earning money, but you know, whatever, nine to five. Number two, you could take your salary job and take a percentage and invest it into the stock market. That's another way to earn money. The third way is multiple sources of income. And now this can happen. You don't even have to be a business owner technically to create multiple sources of income. You can be an affiliate. 
for multiple products or services, right? You can be a, a broker, right? You could be the middleman when it comes to a lot of things. Uh, there's so many ways to make multiple sources of income. Um, and I would say number four is you start a business. Uh, and that business, if you want it to be successful, in fact, if you want to be successful when it comes to being very valuable and putting yourself in a position to earn a lot of money, you got to follow these three three rules right here. Rule number one, the need for what you do. Whatever it is that you decide to do, where it's starting a business or you're in a career, you better be in a position that you know the problem that you're solving is very valuable. That's number one. Number two is your ability to do that. How good are you at doing that job? How good are you at operating your business and delivering on the promise that you're making to the marketplace? How good are you at that? Are you getting better? You'd be surprised, and I'm sure you would agree, that people you purchase from, uh, restaurants or businesses or establish establishments you physically have, have walked into, average at best. You could tell they really don't care. They're just barely getting by. Those people ain't going to make a lot of money whatsoever. I don't even think they make money. The point is, is that if you don't get good at what you're doing, then you're not really going to be able to solve that problem very effectively. And if you can't solve that problem very effectively, why are you valuable? You're not. They'll just find somebody else or they'll go to another business. And number three, the difficulty there is in replacing you. Well, if you become one of the best at what you do, it's going to be very hard to replace you. Now, if you're thinking, is this really true, Devori? You could see this all around you. Why do you think NBA players, NFL players, t tennis pros, golf pros, why do they get paid so much money? Because they're solving a need. What is that need? To be entertained. We want to be entertained. We're willing to spend a lot of money to be entertained all over the world. Number two, their ability to do it. They're the best at what they do. There's no question about that. And number three, the difficulty there is in replacing them. It's very difficult to replace a Tiger Woods. That's why he made all that money. It's very difficult to replace a Michael Jordan, a Kobe Bryant, a LeBron James. You can't do that. You can't just go pluck one of these guys all off the street. You can't just go replace a Tom Brady. These are just examples in the sports world, but that applies in corporate, that applies in business, that applies in your career. If you're the best at what you do, you have all the leverage. Another company will find you and you can work for them and they'll probably pay you more. The thing is, we're not taught how to earn money in this life. We're not taught that money is just energy. It's going to go where it's welcome. If you have bad money beliefs, if you think money is bad, why would you ever think that you're going to be great at earning money? You won't. So when you start understanding financial literacy, when you start understanding that money is energy, when you start understanding that your purpose in life is to serve and help others, and when you find a problem that you're passionate in, that you are that you have skills in, that you can also develop, you can get paid a lot of money. There's no question about it. No question. It's just, do you believe it or not? I started to believe it. I started to think that way. Everything I'm sharing with you guys in this three-part series is what I've been doing for myself. It's what I've been coaching my clients through. And if you start doing it for yourself, well, it's only a matter of time. So yeah, you can make money with your purpose. There's plenty of people doing that today. Again, it's a limiting belief. You can't make money doing art. You can't make money doing landscaping. You can't make money doing interior 
designing, it's all BS. It's because someone else didn't follow their dreams. Guys, if you're thinking for a second that what you love to do and what you're passionate in and what you're gifted in can't make you money, I don't know what world you're living in because today is if there's a time to be alive, it's the most abundant time ever. You have access to information within seconds that people had to wait years to get 100 years ago. Technology, you can make money a thousand different ways, millions of different ways today. It's, it's insane. You got people who literally go on YouTube and they start putting on makeup and they recite true crime stories and they get paid. That's what they do every day. They get paid just to show up on camera, put on makeup, and recite the stories that you can read yourself. You got people who make money by going out to the wilderness, setting up camp, videotaping everything that, that they're doing. That's what they love. They love going out into the outdoors. They love camping. So the thing is, they believe they were thinking that it's possible. They were obsessed. There was no stopping those individuals. They put in the work. That's why they're successful. That's the only difference. If you're listening right now, you do have a purpose. You absolutely can make more money with your purpose. People are going to say, well, the worst advice is you got to do the things that you're passionate about. That's actually the best advice. But let me give you the context to that. You should do what you're passionate about. You should start combining that with skills and gifts that you've developed over time. And you should be aiming that at a particular legacy, a mission, something you want to be remembered for. Meaning you got to dedicate yourself to a calling. During, during the process of you living your purpose and finding ways to make money or do whatever you want to do with it, are you going to be doing things that you don't want to do? Yeah, absolutely. But because you're obsessed, you're going to do it anyway. We already know that if you do not love the job that you're doing and you have no passion, it feels like a prison. Tell me I'm wrong. How do you overcome the fear of talking? I sweat, my mouth goes dry, and I have fainted. Let me see. I'm just trying to read all your comments first. All right, so there's a couple of things I recommend that you do, and I don't think I can get into it, all of it today. This should be a, a separate show, but number one, one thing that you could do is to change the story about what's happening, meaning 
you got to start practicing the habit of seeing yourself successfully talk to people. Right now, you're used to picturing in your mind that you're going to faint. You're used to doing that because that has happened. What you're going to have to start doing is seeing um, yourself not doing that. Using your imagination to see what you want to happen. Number two would be that you've got to start understanding um, how to get yourself in the right mindset before you go to talk to somebody. One of the things I love doing uh, or recommending to people is that before I go to speak to somebody, I always take at least 30 seconds to not only picture how I want the conversation to go, but I also picture uh, and I set the intention that I really want to help this person get what they want. And now what I've done is taken the pressure off myself and the folk, I've taken the focus off me and I put the focus on them. I think those two tips alone can change things. But I think there may be some more work you're going to have to do, but I would start with those two things first. Oh, and one more, one more thing is repetition. So if I were you, I would purposely start practicing the habit of talking to people. How do you find your purpose? Um, you can go to my YouTube channel or in my bio because you're on TikTok and you can download the purpose finder cheat sheet. How can I make money as a public speaking coach? Um, so let's see here. What do you mean by that? Meaning you're coaching people on how to public speak? Is that what you're saying? Or are you saying as a public speaker? Because that's two different things, obviously. So let's say your thing was coaching people on how to public speak. Um, well, you're not going to be able to coach anybody if nobody knows you. If nobody knows you, can't coach nobody. So you got to start doing what? You got to start putting yourself out there. That could be on social media. Or that could be in your local events. You said yes, coaching and speaking. Yeah, but I'm still, that's still not clear. What do you mean? You want to be a coach who is teaching and coaching people on how to public speak? Is that what you're saying? Or are you saying that you want to be a public speaker? I just want to make sure I'm clear. Anyhow, um, let's just say it's both, okay? Let's just call it that. Well, it's still the same principles. You're not going to get any gigs if nobody knows you. So you got to put yourself in position for people to discover you. Well, one of the fastest way to do that is to go on TikTok or on social media. Second thing you can do is more of a local thing, which is um, 
go to local events. Oh, this is even easier. Listen to this, guys. They answer by saying, I'm a public speaker and people have been asking about coaching them. Just start coaching them. That's the answer. Just start. You don't need a business plan on that. Just start helping them. You already have the answers. You already know what to do. Just do it. Just do it. But you got to believe in yourself. If people have been asking you for help, that tells you that you know what you're doing. You just need to help them. It really is a decision, okay? Let's see here. Uh, next question would be, how do you know if something is from your intuition or your ego? Well, it's. I believe it's really simple. Intuition and ego, I don't believe, are really the opposites of each other. They're kind of cousins. So, for for example, uh, ego is required for you to want to get up in the morning and build your business. There's some level of your ego is behind that to a certain extent. What you're really asking is how do you balance between your ego and intuition? Well, your intuition's never wrong, so you should always listen to it. And how do you know it's your intuition? Well, it comes in the form of a feeling or a thought that feels really good. It's almost like a quiet voice. It's not screaming at you. It's a very quiet and subtle voice. It's never wrong. Now, your ego at times can be very loud, right? And tell you what not to do. So that's how you always know. see here it's usually intuition is usually a feeling i change the way i think about myself it's true life does change for the better exactly yeah let's see here all right i think we got through most of the questions we had to meet quite a few people because they're not following the rules If you're not going to follow the rules, then you're going to be in trouble. Uh, let's see here on Instagram. We had one comment. Our biggest fails and traumas are the reason why we're growing. Yeah. They happen for us, not to us, ladies and gentlemen. All right. Uh, one more question. What about intuition versus paranoia? Well, paranoia is based on what? Negative thinking. So that tells you everything you need to know right there. It's based on negative thinking. So intuition is not based on any negativity. Paranoia is very loud. Intuition is very quiet. That's how you could tell the difference. Yep. I think you got it.
Let's see. All right. Okay, I think we're at the end here, guys. It's been really good. Uh, this has been part two. Part three will be tomorrow. And so let me kind of recap everything that we discussed today. When it comes to your success, the way you think about things will always influence what you end up doing. And what you repeatedly do is what you're going to create in your life. So it begs the question, how do I start thinking so I can change the way that I act? I change what's happening in my life. Well, it comes by understanding how to think, which we went into depth yesterday. So if you haven't listened to that episode, I'd go back and listen to that. Um, but today we talked more about reacting versus responding. Reacting is from a place of ignorance and usually involves limiting beliefs. Responding comes from a place of understanding because you have been studying the right information. And uh, we know that understanding is the key to our freedom. It's the key to your freedom. You don't understand something. How can you make the right decisions? How do you know what to do? If you don't understand, you're screwed. So you want to understand. I gave you guys two examples of when people grow up not being taught how to think and how that literally influences the life that they're going to live. And usually a life in that way does not pan out to be very good. It becomes very, I would say, mediocre at best. And I'm here to tell you that your life does not have to be that way. That if you start understanding yourself, if you start understanding how to think for yourself, you start understanding that you do possess the power to choose what you want to think, you're going to be in charge of you. And you're going to stop giving up your control to social media, to the news, to the Hollywood people, right? To your friends or family. Everybody's got an opinion and not a lot of facts. A lot of people have an opinion but they don't want to talk about the principles. They don't want to talk about the universal laws. What are those? Well, there's an opposite to everything. Your job is to look for what's good in everything that's happening in your life. But that's a choice. It goes back to choice. You get to choose to do that. There's another law. What is that? Well, for every action, there's an opposite and equal reaction, meaning the energy you put out, what you do, is going to set yourself up to receive uh, what you've been doing. So if you're not doing anything, if you're not taking any actions, if you're negative, you're setting yourself up to experience more of that. And guys, this is not a, you probably have heard this a thousand times. I'm not saying anything that is new under the sun. My intention here is to get you to start understanding it. Uh, to get you to start thinking for yourself. Make your own decisions. Think your own truth. Get whatever it is that you want in your life. That's the goal here. And that's only going to happen by raising your level of understanding. So that's what we talked about today. So if you missed any part of that or you just joined recently, you can go back and rewatch this on YouTube, which is where the primary podcast is located. You can also listen to this on Spotify, Google, Apple, or Amazon podcast. 
All of the links or books that I referenced today, so I was reading from Think and Go Rich, written by Napoleon Hill, you can access that book uh, in the YouTube description. I have the link there to this particular copy. Also, I stated that this show today was sponsored by the Purpose Conscious University. Uh, this is a recent university that we launched helping people around the world live their purpose. Uh, we've had so many people join. So if you're interested in joining our free community to learn more on how to actually do this, then all you have to do is go over to the YouTube channel and hit the link in the description. It says it verbatim, join the Purpose Conscious community. And so with that, I'm going to leave you guys here. Uh, yep, no last calls. Okay, thank you guys for watching. And we'll catch you tomorrow for part three. Take care, everyone.